And welcome aboard. Great to have your company. Now, we all know China is a potential boom for our tourism and international student market, don't we? Chinese tourist numbers continue to grow, with spending increasing by, get this, 55% in the last 12 months. The spending is a massive $389 million per year, and that's just the beginning. So joining me now in the studio is Sean Keenahan, who's the chair of Oz Study. Uh, no, it's not. Uh, Study Adelaide, it's called. <laughs> I gave you a promotion there. <laughs> Sean, no, no, how are you, you? Thank you very much, Alan. Yeah. Uh, Study uh, Adelaide. And also we've got Simon Henry, the founder of uh, uh, UY.com, uh, which is an app to help Chinese visitors enjoy their stay here in Australia. How are you? Very well, thank you. Good Great to you. see you. Let's begin with you, Simon. Study Adelaide, I'll get the name right this time. What is Study Adelaide, for those who are unfamiliar? So Study Adelaide, Alan, is... Um, uh, an organisation that brings together uh, universities and education providers, uh, the City of Adelaide and the State Government, together with other industry providers, to um, ensure that we're supporting the growth of our international education industry. And it's really important that we bring people together to support this industry because it's already our state's second biggest export performer at just over one and a half billion dollars. One and a half billion. Yeah. Mm. And, and you know, when you consider that wine is the only export we have ahead of that right now, um, it shows that international education is very much part of underpinning our state's future prosperity. So Study Adelaide brings all these people together to have a coordinated and collaborative approach to further growing this market. Mm. And we're talking about all three universities in Adelaide, aren't we? We are, and not just the universities, but TAFE and private providers. So everyone comes together to talk about how our state is positioned, talk about our offering, but most importantly to talk about how uh, everyone who's part of that experience for international students can work together to give those students an experience which makes the most of their aspirations and delivers on the promise of a great experience when mm. you're here in South Australia. Now, it's, it's interesting because there's two factors there, aren't they? How do we get in front of the queue of the other states trying to attract the same students? So you actually go out of your way to, to push the cause as far as the standard of the education that we offer, which is uh, way up there uh, and we're all very proud mm. of, but also it's that experience of living in Adelaide and South Australia itself, as opposed to... You know, I'm assuming a lot of them have probably never heard of Adelaide. They don't even know where South Australia is. They know about ANU, they know about Sydney, they know about Melbourne. Yeah, and, and if you, you start by thinking as a consumer does, it's, it's, firstly, it's really important that everything we do when we're trying to make sales or grow exports is we think like the consumers do. You can think for every parent that's looking at sending their child offshore to study, they, they value an education mm. and they value the development of job skills. So what we try to do in South Australia is demonstrate that we're uniquely placed to offer not only a, a safe, uh, enjoyable and affordable experience when you're here, but the combination of government, community and education industry working so collaboratively means we're best placed to give them that full range of uh, outcomes that meets their aspirations. So I, I think we're really focused on differentiating what South Australia delivers because you're quite right, Alan. We don't have the pull factors mm. that a huge population and existing friends and family in other states has. So we have to work smarter and we have to work harder. 
Is there also the, the, the wash-off effect that uh, a lot of the students will actually have their families visited as well? That, that's, a, that's a bonus, isn't it? Well, well you're quite right. And, and when I, I gave you that $1.5 billion figure earlier, only 40% of that is spent within the universities on course fees. The other 60% of that expenditure is actually outside of the walls of the universities. It's in restaurants, mm. it's in accommodation, it's in transport, it's in experiences, it's in our broader community. But then these students are an anchor for friends and relatives to visit because uh, who better to show you around a town than a, a mm. new local? Mm. And so um, the other economic contributor that these students bring is their friends and relatives who come here and because of the student they actually have the optimal experience and, and they probably spend more um, than your average visitor because they're so comfortable in the surrounds here. Mm. So is it, let, let's go back to, to your point that uh, you know, we've got to compete with uh, the other states, on the, uh, particularly on the East Coast. Is it because we are so livable? Is that the biggest advantage that you can sell? That's, that's just part of the picture, but I, I think what we're recognising is that just being livable isn't the key determinant for a parent or a student looking to have the best job outcome. So what we need to demonstrate in South Australia and what we're focused on demonstrating mm. in South Australia is that the linkages between government, community and, and the business sector in particular and the education providers means that we provide them the best pathways to getting those skills that provide a job for the future. Because remember, many of these students have skills that our small exporters need to enter new mm. markets, number one. Number two, they've got connections in those markets because often they are, you know, the sons and daughters of successful people in the markets that we're targeting for, for broader export growth. Thirdly, as graduates, many of them go on to be business leaders or entrepreneurs, mm. and if they've had a great experience here where they've felt valued and supported, well, we think they're more disposed to coming back here and working in our economy where they feel comfortable and helping our businesses grow. So the bottom line is that beyond the initial immediate impact of what these students bring to our economy, and we, we haven't even talked about the social benefits yet, no, but, no. but just on the economics, um, beyond that immediate benefit, there's also the flow-on benefits for, for, for years and decades to come from these people being so connected and comfortable and having been so welcomed here. And are we, are we doing okay in that, uh, that sphere? Have we got the data to say that we are actually doing better than uh, Sydney and Melbourne? Well, it's, it's, it's really hard to measure, you know. Are we being better at being more connected with these students than other places? That, that's very hard to measure. But I can tell you that it's something that we're very focused on. Mm. So one, one great example, uh, we had a case study of a young fellow... Um, a, a couple of months ago who, um, and we, we've got many of these case studies, but one in particular was a young fellow who was doing an applied project management agreement who, um, uh, three years into his degree, is now exporting about $300,000 worth of South Australian goods um, to his network and his family's networks that he's created because mm. his, his, his friends and family who are all so aspirational about our wonderful products uh, and and Australia and South Australia as a place, they seek him out as a trusted supplier and conduit to those products. Mm. So um, that's just one example, and I could give you a myriad of examples of um, these students who've graduated, gone into uh, businesses and been real export 
drivers for those businesses and for those businesses' growth. It says it all, doesn't it? Let's talk about the social aspect then. Uh, I mean, uh, there there are some people that uh, say that, uh, you know, we live in fear of, uh, you know, enclaves of foreign students being set up all over the city. Um, Is that really an issue? I, I think the opportunity for us with these students is to recognise that naturally you're going to gravitate to people who speak your language yeah, and are like-minded, and, and are like-minded. Yep, yep. but if if we present as a more welcoming community then um, unquestionably they're going to socialize more and they're going to become more engaged with our community so what we're seeing are you know football clubs offering tickets to students to get them out to the footy and I don't just mean at AFL level I mean we see them at suburban Mm. football grounds these students Mm. Um, some of these students are involved in volunteering activities where they're getting involved in the community we're seeing more and more work experience placements for these students as well so we are building um, a little ecosystem that is supporting these students to become more integrated into our broader community rather than forming enclaves but it's an ongoing ongoing process and it's something we need to constantly have front of mind because the more these students are involved and supported to participate in our community Mm -hmm. the more they will get but the more we will get not only in terms of you know their, their participation in our economy but the vibrancy of our community the cultural enrichment that comes from us looking at ourselves through other people's eyes um language learning and even just little bits and pieces that Mm. make us a more welcoming place so it's an ongoing challenge for us but it's a great opportunity for us in South Australia because I think that that scale and size means that we can work more collaboratively and collectively with this critical goal in mind. And it's also, um, you know, worth bearing in mind, isn't it, that, uh, you know, we're, we're even losing a, a, a seat in Parliament because of our flatlining uh, population base over the last couple of years. You take the international students out of the city, my God, there'd be a lot of windy streets. I, and, and I think... Um, We've got to recognise that, haven't we? Well, international students have been a huge contributor hmm. to the vibrancy of, of Adelaide. And and not only that, but when we talk about these students spending, you know, upwards of eight hundred million within our community every year and growing, a, a lot of that is being spent um, in our little shops, in our restaurants, um, in retail in the city, and in fact, there are a number of businesses, and and they don't always uh, talk about this. Mm. They are absolutely smashing it in terms of growth in their business directly out of supporting that student market. And, you know, I could talk to you about uh, the the student who um, uh, went into the Harvey Norman in town and was looking for some, uh, some support in unlocking his new bank account and the proprietor, who I know because it's my brother, uh, <laughs> right. who, who could speak a little bit of Chinese, uh, helped him just unlock his bank account so he could actually do the, the transaction on the credit card. But in that in that young student's um, bank account was $170,000. Right? Now, now that's... I'm, that's glad, I'm glad your brother is, a, is an honest man. A very, very, very honest, very <laughs> honest person. But, but, um, but what... That, that just gives you some indication that these students come here with a, a profile, um, many of them, to to live here, to be their family's um, uh, opportunity to get connectedness in another market, to be um, the, an opportunity for their family to come and travel. Um, so they invest a lot 
in these kids, mm, but absolutely. these kids mm. in turn have a lot to spend here. Mm, mm, yeah, yes, uh, you know, it would be a very different city, a very different state without them. Uh, how does um, Study Adelaide differ from the the work the universities do individually? Because they're always touring, particularly Asia, mm. you know, trying to attract students. How do you work in with them? Are you you running in parallel or...? Well, in fact, it's a, it's a collaborative exercise. So th- there are things that Study Adelaide can do as a collective that yeah, augments and supports and enriches what the, the universities can do singularly. The, the other thing is that Study Adelaide brings a government hat to the, um, the promotion of the state, and in some markets that's really important. To know that government sees the attraction and um, uh, curation and support of students in our market as being important gives confidence to the parents and the education agents that, well, I know these students will be looked after because mm. I know the government is right behind mm. these universities mm. and, and, and other providers. You know, we're talking about universities and that's, that's certainly where uh, the bulk of our yield comes from. But there are many other private providers that are, that are breaking into these markets and developing product that fits what the types of things that... Um, uh, different types of students are increasingly looking for. Excellent. We're talking uh, about uh, the the potential boom. We're already having a boom, but uh, it's uh, got lots of potential to grow about um, the the uh, tourism and uh, foreign uh, student market of coming from Adel- of coming to Adelaide from China. Give us a call if you've got a question for the gents. Uh, we'll be back after this. Twelve minutes away from two o'clock. Uh, we're talking about uh, the wonderful, wonderful. Uh, potential of us uh, drilling down further into the market of uh, tourism from China coming to South Australia and also the international student sector and uh, we've just been talking to uh, Sean uh, Kenahan, the chair of uh, Study Adelaide and also with us today is Simon Henry. Now he's the founder of UY.com which is an app to help Chinese visitors enjoy their time in Australia, specifically Adelaide. How are you Simon? Good, thank you Alan. Now listen, uh, you've spent an awful lot of time uh, living uh, in Asia and working in Asia um, and this is obviously why UY has come about. Explain what UY is. UY's tourism infrastructure, what we looked at was Australia is a very difficult place to get around and travel to if you don't speak fluent English. Um, and having been an expat most of my life, mm-hmm. you can imagine any of your listers being picked up and put into a city in outback China who didn't have any Chinese skills. It would be incredibly difficult. The same applies to students who are coming here. Mm-hmm. Well, we had three goals. One is how do we make it a little bit easier for Chinese to get around when they come here, regardless of level of English? Number two, how do we make sure local Australian businesses can benefit from the tourism boom and the education boom? And three, how do we generate data which allows us to make better decisions about how to service this market? For a market which delivers $1.5 billion a year in revenue, we know virtually nothing about what these people do when they come here, what they enjoy, what they see, where they go. With better data, we can make better decisions and hopefully we can double the number of students who are coming here, which benefits every sector of society. How, can you, how do you reckon you can double the, the number of visitors, to, just purely by making it easy for them? Most people focus on the demand generation, which right. is they're doing marketing in mainland China and saying, come to South Australia. It's all about awareness. What about the, the uh, 16,000 Chinese students that are already here? How can we actually make their experience a better one so they get on their social media and say, oh my God, South Australia is the place best place in the world to come and study. How do we use the people who are already here as part of our future marketing campaigns mm-hmm. uh, which would attract more people to come? Most people just don't know what they don't know. 
So the goal of the South Australian Tourism Commission, Study Adelaide, is to build awareness to Adelaide and South Australia as being a destination for education, get them to come here on holidays, get them to enjoy uh, the products and services and goods we've got, ultimately get their kids to come and study here, and they'll ultimately invest and purchase products from South Australia. To spread the word, spread basically. The word. How big's your, your company? Uh, we're about 24 people at the moment. We've got uh, 14 full-time people here in South Australia. Uh, we've got a team in uh, Shanghai, where I was originally from, uh, and then we've got two people in Sydney as well. Right. And uh, is it is it all? Does everything have to be uh, translated? Yes. Yeah, so back and forth. What we do is we work with local businesses. We get their information in English, and that's all they need to do. We take care of the collation, right, okay. the translation, and the distribution. So not only is our content available on our own apps, we also distribute that content to any part or any um, potential competitor who would like to use that information. It's about how do we get people to understand that there is a restaurant next door or there's a retail outlet down the street. Uh, when I first came to South Australia, uh, I'm, I'm Australian, I, I speak English, I couldn't work out how to pay for the trams. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I didn't know yeah. that Rundle Street closed at 5pm and so mm. I was 6pm, I was hungry and if I had some knowledge of where to go, it would have made it a little bit easier. Really good point. The last time I was in Melbourne, I didn't know how to use the trams and I come from Melbourne. <laughs> You know, it, it's it's a, it's a classic case. Um, does the does what you're providing actually work in Shanghai and, and in China as well? Yeah, so if people, um, we share our content in mainland China. All our host content is hosted there as well. So if there's a travel app or an education app who'd like to use our content, it's already ready to go, translated, uh, and ready for people to use. So it's about demand generation. How do you get people aware offshore? But then once they're here, how do you get them to look after them when they're here? Was that difficult getting through that process? Because we know China can be a little bit closed when it comes to, uh, you know, social media and, uh, and that sort of technology. How did you get through that barrier? This is, uh, my second startup in China. Uh, the first one was a real estate portal, uh, which we built, grew and sold in 2016. And this is kind of an extension of the journey, a lot of unfinished business. How do we do for the rest of uh, business community that we've done for property pro previously? So in this, in terms of setting up and operating in China, we actually found it quite easy because the second time around, it's a lot faster than the first. What well, was it difficult the first time? It was challenging, but I think it would be... As equal. far as the bureaucracy yeah. is concerned? The bureaucracy didn't... It was actually very, very efficient. Uh, but you can imagine if you're a Chinese person coming to Australia to set up a business, and that's something which we've just done by setting up UI Australia, mm. um, there's a crazy amount of regulation you've got to go through. Is there and more here than there? It's about equal, actually. Is that right? Right. Yeah. That's interesting because, we, I mean, bureaucracy here can be a nightmare, as, as, as you're alluding to. Yeah, and every, every step there's something else you need to do, whether it be insurances or, or, or superannuation. Or there's, there's processes you go through no matter which country you set up in. Mm -hmm. So let's get to the point then of uh, you've both got similar directions. Can you combine the two? Are you combining the two and is it working? We absolutely are. Um, so we're working with um, Study Adelaide. We're looking to launch a section on our, our, our platform, which is just education-related. So how do we actually, to your point before, um, stop the enclaves of students? How do we get involved in the orientation? So we say not only welcome to South Australia, but, hey, did you know there's 3,500 businesses you can visit in South Australia? Create a treasure hunt. Get people out into the community. Uh, because if you're not 
comfortable or confident in speaking English, it can be a daunting task mm. Mm. just to get outside of your apartment. So definitely getting more people to feel familiar and comfortable. Um, how do we extend this beyond uh, what people would typically see as being tourism businesses? Because every business is tourism related. Mm. Or so, so how have you done that? How have you, you sort of woven it into the realm of uh, Study Adelaide's brief? Well, we're working with Study Adelaide to get all the universities and the campuses on board uh, into our app. So day one you land, you'll be able to get your, find your way around a campus, around the immediate vicinity of the campus. Uh, and then we're also working with um, Orientation Week, like we were involved in the Orientation Week uh, back early this year in March, where we ran a treasure hunt for Chinese students to get around town. And, and I was going to say, um, the great thing about that is that tourism is in many ways the off-ramp for international education. It, it's when people first visit here and they take in our environment they visit the universities and they get a sense, wow, my, my kid could really study here. Mm. And mm. Um, so having people hooked into uh, UI as soon as they land and having that education content is a, a critical thing for the international education sector. But the other thing that um, UI does is, of course, when people hook into UI, um, then they go searching for things. Mm. And we get to see what they're looking for. And that tells us a lot about what resonates with people yep. and what visitors are looking for. When we have that information, that enables us to then refine what we're offering and how we're offering it to meet what people are looking for. And I'm sure you know you and your listeners understand the power of knowing what people want before mm. they even arrive. Um, so this is um, a partnership that has seen um, South Australia... You know, in a, it's an Australian first, the UI platform. It's giving us data and insights into the consumer that gives us a real competitive advantage in terms of how we make the best of their experience here. And it, it places us really well, Alan, in terms of that ultimate objective of not only making sure the students um, achieve everything they want in terms of their learning experience and their aspirations here, but that they're connected and involved in our community, mm. um, enriching our community, but also providing those connections for business. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it makes an awful lot of sense. Uh, you know, <laughs> well done, Simon, for coming up with the idea as well. On the on that point. Can I use it in reverse? Can I get the app and use it if I go to China? No, at the moment it's no. um, okay, so one way. Okay. At the moment it's Chinese outbound. Mm -hmm. So being Chinese, it actually captures a market beyond mainland China. So we deal with um, simplified yeah. Chinese and traditional. So it's Hong Kong, it's Taiwan, it's right throughout Southeast Asia and mainland China. So it's one way at the moment. Let's see how we can go on the way back. Big picture, big, big picture. picture. Never know, never know. Because what what I'm alluding to there is, uh, you know, the, our tourism trade to China as well is growing, not as quickly as uh, them coming in here. But uh, we need to keep in mind, don't we? And I'm sure you'll agree with this, Sean. We are all ambassadors for Australia. Well, we are, and uh, for and for specifically for South Australia and Adelaide. But but so too are those tens of thousands of international or the Chinese students. We, we're talking about China. Um, so too are those tens of thousands of Chinese students that return to China as alumni. Mm. Now, mm. now, if if you're looking for advice and support to get around China, I, I could tell you in a heartbeat, you could make connection with the Students Association here. They would find someone in ev in every city you're planning to go to, <laughs> who would gladly give of their time because of the experience they've had here. They want. They want to help South Australians have a great experience in China. They want to show South Australians the same care and attention and support that we've shown them when they're here. So, you know, ho hopefully we make 
um, we make UI redundant in China. Um, <laughs> sorry, Simon. <laughs> sorry, Simon. Uh, Have you heard this before, Simon? <laughs> we can focus on other languages. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But that's because we've created these ambassadors for our state mm. in mm. these international students. So that's why, as South Australians, we need to look at these international students um, as being critical ambassadors for our state when they return to their country, which, which the majority of them do, and that... Um, when they're here, if we can make their experience as welcoming as possible but help them with their aspirations and their learning journey, then, you know, not only will they have a great experience but we'll reap the benefits for, for decades to come. Mm. Just one final question we can end on. Uh, you said $1.5 billion is, uh, the represent, is, is the expenditure uh, that they're making here, that the Chinese are making here. What's your aspiration? What, have we got a target? So um, it's interesting because... Until recently, we've measured international student performance in terms of raw numbers, uh, whereas really we should be measuring it in terms of economic contribution to the state. I, I think we're all familiar with it's not a numbers game, it's about an economic benefit mm. game. So at the moment, we're growing at around 5% per annum. It's an increasingly competitive area, Alan, as you could well mm. understand, like um, the other states are throwing the kitchen sink at attracting students here, but we'd like to keep this trajectory of growth growing and, you know, make significant growth in our numbers over the coming years, um, not only just in terms of the number of students, but the students that study the things that link in with our economic aspirations, but also the students that can then contribute the most to our business aspirations and growth as well. So... It's actually not just about putting a number on it. Let's let's continue to grow, but let's fully integrate and fully yield the potential that each one of these students brings to our economy. Exciting times ahead, that's for sure. Uh, Sean uh, Keenahan uh, from Study Adelaide and uh, Simon Henry, congratulations, found of uh, UY. Uh, thanks for your time this afternoon, and uh, I'm sure we'll be in touch. Thank you, thanks, Alan. Good on you guys.